Welcome to Couple on the Grid. My name's Jake. And I'm Steph. And today we're going to talk about who we are, how we got here, and what this podcast is going to look like. Hello. Hey. This is our this is our F one podcast now. Apparently, this is our F one podcast in our in our spare room. So now officially, <laughs> no people can sleep over at our house. <laughs> and when your parents have been like, "Oh yeah, so you should get a blow up mattress so that Will can stay," yeah, and we've been like, mm, "Not sure where that blow up mattress yeah, is going no. to go." That's now a podcast studio, so we'll see how long that lasts for. But I, sorry, I suppose, Will. Yeah, sorry, Will. <laughs> but I suppose. How we should start today, if we are called Couple on the Grid, is both either how we met or who we are. Mm. Maybe who we are because we are very different people. Mm. But with a lot in common. With, yes, Sometimes sorry. too much in with common. With a lot in common. <laughs> but we are two very, we had two very different upbringings, didn't we? Yeah. Our childhoods were significantly different yeah they were do you do you want to go first or would you like me um, to well i think yours is a bit more exciting than mine well i'm happy to go first but i don't know about exciting i mean i grew up in broken hill and if anyone doesn't know that's in rural new south wales out in the sticks out in the sticks it is a <laughs> mining small country town lovely place to grow up though Lovely, lovely place to grow up. Um, obviously, my parents and my grandparents all lived there. Um, and then I kind of got to a stage where I didn't love living there as much. How old were you when that happened? 16. Yeah. So I moved from Broken Hill to Adelaide, the capital of South Australia, where I did the rest of my schooling at a boarding school and then went to university after that. But Obviously, going back and forth from the country in Broken Hill from there. But then after that, most of my family either left Broken Hill or they actually moved to just outside Adelaide as well. So a lot closer now. and But I still love Broken Hill. I have a lot of good friends and family there and love going back every now and again. But it was probably a little bit of a different upbringing to yours <laughs> because we probably Very. live one minute away from where you grew up. <laughs> Mine was, in comparison to yours, pretty sheltered, I think. Mm, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> in the nicest way A bit possible. uncultured. No, the opposite. Well, I might, well, I don't know, because, like, I'm Lebanese, so there's some yeah. culture there. But when you ask me where I've grown up, it was it's just been little old Adelaide the whole time. It has. And I've not ever lived anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally grew up. Around the corner from where we are now, <laughs> pretty much. Literally. Yeah. Literally. And I've actually, yeah, I've stayed within like a three kilometer radius. Yeah, you have. Like all other previous homes lived in this like three kilometer yeah. space. But you loved it. Yeah, I love it. And you I love it. Happy. And I don't care that I'm not as cultured as you are. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about culture. I'm happy. I don't know if many people in Broken Hill would say that we're cultured, but yeah. A different but way of life. There is a different way of life, and I think it comes up in our relationship a little bit. It does, but obviously very different backgrounds. Not in a bad way. But we are very similar. We're both yeah. the oldest yeah. of three. Three. 
Yeah. Both older siblings. So we have the older sibling syndrome. Both think we're high achievers and always have to be perfectionists. <laughs> <laughs> but achieving just... Just a good just, amount. Just satisfactory. Yeah. But I think that's probably why we connected the most mm. at the start. Mm. And yes, we were brought to you by a lovely dating site. Um, oh, yeah. So I suppose we'll talk about how we met then, won't we? We probably should. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I next. think it does. Should we reveal the dating site or should we wait until they one day give us a sponsorship before they <laughs> we reveal where we actually I met online? Think, yeah, I think so. I yeah, think let's if we, wait. I think we wait. Yeah. Because that is that is free advertising yeah, I know. right there. It is free Because we are, what, is, what are we called? Like testimonies. Yes. We are like a living, breathing testimony. testimony. Testimonial of uh, yeah. an app that of, works. And said app. An app. Yeah, it is an app. Yeah, I it is like an app. That doesn't give too much yeah. away. When, we, when your parents first asked us, because yes. I met your parents at your brother's 18th Yeah, my birthday. brother's 18th birthday. Just, you know, and they asked, who asked? by fire, I think. I don't remember who. Um, I was probably my mother. Uh, I it probably was. And they just said, oh, how did you two meet? And we just looked at each other. We were like, oh, should we tell them the truth? Or... Yeah. We... A lot of people, when people asked me originally, I just said, I met you through Instagram. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> Instagram. Jeez, pretty smooth game for uh, So, oh, yeah, he followed me on Instagram. Oh, wow. And we just started that talking. That random follow. <laughs> Jesus. It was not that way at all. No. Anyway, but when your parents did first ask, we kind of thought about whether we told them the truth and then we just said we just said yeah just you know easier. what we met online it's easier to say that our dating app that shall not be renamed until we receive until some we receive one percent <laughs> oh one percent i'd take one percent of that place i would take one percent too yeah um anyway so that's how we met we mm. kind of hit it off straight away we did um talked for hours and hours we did. Into the late night. Yes. Which was cute. Yes. Very PG conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Should we talk about the first date? Um, <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we save that for a separate episode where I'm happy to be embarrassed. In 25 words or less, Jake was hungover. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> and I had to pull out the emergency things to talk about. Mm. Notes that we'd actually made together. Yeah. Before arriving. Yeah. If we both thought we'd run out of things to talk about, let's whip out this these notes with all these prompts. And I had to bring them out because someone wasn't feeling too good. Yeah. Look, Two bites of his egg and bacon <laughs> roll and that was it. Look, I'm happy to leave that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Was that happy. 25 words? Uh, maybe. I don't, probably a lot more, but I would uh, prefer not to elaborate <laughs> right now on that one. Anyway. But we're here now. Yeah, we are here now. And it's been... Almost two years. Almost. I can't years. do the math. That's the correct quickly. Answer. Yeah. But yeah, officially from June last year and no, June twenty twenty one. Yep. Is when we started officially dating, but we'd been talking since that April. Yeah, about that. Let's about that. that. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> but our get... our closest friends might. <laughs> <laughs> might be like might, eh, might have a different answer. Maybe maybe May. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not sure I understand. Siri. Wow. Might have to take this watch off I in, think in so. future podcasts. Yeah. Um but I guess 
where that leads us is obviously what we're doing now. Yeah. With F1. Yeah. And one of those many things that we do and don't have in common and we like to celebrate sometimes things we don't and if we want to get the other partner involved in what we are obsessed with and obviously we have a few things. A big thing for me is obviously sport. I'm super obsessed, always been super obsessed with sport. So when I learnt about this TV series on Netflix, I learned about it from, I think it was one of my family members, one of my brother or my dad said, like, there's this really cool series on Netflix about F1. You should really watch it. And I was like, ah, I, I didn't I didn't really like racing. I mean, I'd... So you never really liked Formula One? No, not in Formula just racing in general. Yeah. Like, obviously, I didn't even really know about Formula One, to be honest. I was more on you about Bathurst because mm. Bathurst is the big Aussie, you know, country race. Yeah. And, and the Clipsal. And the Clipsal, yeah. And the Clipsal, obviously, in South Australia as well. Um, but didn't really have really anything, like, literally no experience with it. I would see it and just be like, oh, how could this possibly be interesting? You know, I was obsessed with every other sport though, cricket, footy, soccer, yeah, tennis, darts, literally every other sport <laughs> that is not. You do love your darts. I do love my darts. but The ones that are thrown into a board on yeah, a wall, yeah. not the other kind. Exactly. Yes, definitely. Definitely <laughs> the uh, throwing darts, not the uh, smoking kind. <laughs> but I never had honestly any interest hmm. in one. Did you have any interest? You didn't have any interest either growing up. Zero. Absolutely none. Um, I, I guess I can talk about my dad yeah, now and his experience. Definitely. So when I was young, and oh God, I don't even remember the age because it just feels like a long time ago, but dad always used to play or have Formula One on the telly. And it always seemed yeah. to be like a, it was either like a Sunday or Monday night. It was no, it was, would have been a Monday night and it was always on the tv and as a teenager i'd just be like do we have to watch this crap um it just looks so boring and he'd be like it's not boring and i'm like well it looks like there's just cars going around and around and how can you put this on and the poor man because he's the only male in a family of five so i've got my three my two sisters and my mum, plus me obviously and so in a house full of women it was very hard for him to enjoy his formula one anyway you'd kind of look at the screen and be like there's like 85 laps and they've (laughs) only done three yeah i was like how long is this gonna go for how boring they're just going round and round and he's like it's so much more than them going round and round in a circle and i just never believed him yeah um and that was literally my experience of just seeing this annoying thing that used to be on tv on monday and i couldn't watch home and away because dad was watching (laughs) the re what i now know as a replay yeah of this thing and it was crazy because i was like I didn't know Grand Prix to me sounds like a massive name, like the AFL Grand Final. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. a huge thing. It wraps things up, but and the Grand Prix kind of has that initially when I knew nothing about it. So when Dad was like, "Oh, it's like the Monaco Grand Prix," and I was like, "Already? Like, have they wrapped up the se- the whole se- season? The whole season?" He's like, yeah. "No, Stephanie, they that's a bit they they happen every other week, and they mm. just happen in a different country." Again, I didn't give a crap, but. That was that was my experience until until I introduced you to it. Until Jake introduced me to it, and that that is one of those funny things where, like I said, my dad and brother 
introduced me to it and said, you should really watch this. And I was like, how good can it be? And you watched that first episode. I think it aired back in 2019. I, I didn't watch it probably till 2020 at least. And we watched that first episode. I was like, hmm. I mean, the drama of everything is like pretty interesting. The schoolboy drama of monuments about how, you know, feisty they were about each other and winning races. And obviously Daniel Ricciardo as well was a lot of drama with him about the time. And I watched the first two seasons, I think it was. And I was just obsessed from there. Mm. Absolutely obsessed. My brother, my dad, my other brother, family, whole obsessed. Friends started to become obsessed as well. And then when we were in our stage in our relationship where there was a, a lot of trust, <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> that Steph could trust me for something. And I said, I mean, you should have seen her face when I said, we should watch a Formula One series on Netflix. I was like, go because <laughs> you can imagine you know you're in that early stage of dating and you know when we did prob- we start watching it it would have been it was when you lived at your your old house yeah before Cause I, I remember i got into the race a little bit towards the end yeah and i think that you know can you if you can imagine you know you got a nice wine a nice yeah. cheese board and yeah what's a nice cool movie gonna put on and we put on drive to survive you did and you were like just give it a chance I and i was pretty hesitant yeah, when I said please. Not another man in my life <laughs> loving fucking <laughs> Formula One. And then I just said, look, just get through the first couple of episodes. If you don't like it, we'll stop watching it. It did not take a couple of episodes. It took one. Yeah. And then one led to two, two to three, and I think we smashed out. We would have done the seasons. We would have done the, the two seasons, I think, in less than two weeks. I reckon we Easily. Two or three episodes the first night. Oh, two or three after that. Man, it was a slippery slope from there. Yeah. And here we are. And that I've just been absolutely obsessed that's, since. That's where the addiction started. It, it really is an addiction. And my friends are kind of like, like, I feel like when I talk about it, they're like, oh, God. Because I always talk to their boyfriends about it. Because yeah. <laughs> I can talk to their boyfriends about like Formula One and they're like, oh, God. Oh, she's just talking Formula One again. I'm like, yeah, yeah I am. I am. Because I'm obsessed. It is. But it's one of those funny things is you find yourself now championing it to everyone you meet. Oh, like, have definitely. you heard of, like, you don't follow it? Well, like, no. You should, and you give the same spiel every yeah, time. You should, Just watch the first yeah. couple episodes. If you, <laughs> you don't like love it, it. <laughs> if you don't like it, stop watching it. But I, you know in the back of your mind, you're like, they're going to love yeah, it. Yeah, I said that to my sister and now she kind of gets around it a little bit. Not as much. But you know what? I've kind of figured out a pattern here. Oh, a pattern. Yeah. Like... Those who, not all, I'm not speaking for all women, but this is my experience. This sounds dangerous. Well, as a, yeah, okay. So I've obviously, I'm obsessed with Formula One thanks to Drive to Survive. Yeah. There's no denying that. I'm just going to say, I'm not going to kind of say everyone's one of those fans that have been here since 1998. Yeah, looking at You know, I'm I'm not that. I am absolutely the bandwagon fan and that's just is what it is but i was i've kind of got like a theory it's a theory actually okay i'm intrigued women not all not all women who are obsessed with formula one were once obsessed with one direction 
Wow. <laughs> and actually, I don't want to say women, just women because, you know what, it's so not exclusive to women. Or Anyone could be obsessed with One Direction and therefore obsessed with Formula One. So I don't want to yeah. put anyone – actually, that wasn't very good. I shouldn't say just women. Anyway, yeah. people who are obsessed with Formula One in the way that I guess – I am in the content creation and just getting around it and speaking about it were once One Direction fans. And I've, I've, I've always, I've kind of had a thought about that. And then I, it was confirmed for me today. Today? Yep. I was on TikTok. <laughs> I was on TikTok and I was scrolling and I came across this TikTok page and it was of this girl that I used to follow on Twitter. What, how old am I now? When was I? I know I'm not going to. But when was I obsessed with One Direction? Like my early twenties. So a girl I used to follow eight, nine, ten years ago on Twitter, who used to be like a One Direction stan, stan, absolute stan, absolute stan, and she would go to all these like concerts, and I swear I would be at some of the same ones. I used to follow her, and I don't think she would have no idea who I am. Yeah, but I saw her on TikTok and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's I, I beg my pardon. I don't know how to fully pronounce this, even though it's so short. I think it's Kimmy's or Kimmy's. It's K I M I Z F one Kimmy's, and that's how I always oh. used to read her name. Wow, it was on Twitter. It wasn't F one Kimmy's. It was something else. Kimmy's. So she's F one now, and now she's F one. I was like, I know you, and I know you from the One Direction days, <laughs> and that is a little bit of evidence of why I think a couple of girls out there, boys out there, people out there who are now obsessed with Formula One, perhaps we're also One Direction stands. And I am one of them as well. So well, I, like I can say that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, like, I would love to see some more evidence, but it, there is some people in my life that I know that show the same tendencies that they had for, um, that they have for Formula One that I can see reflected mm. in maybe that they would have followed a band in that day <laughs> and a lot of people in my life are, are pretty similar and that probably gets us to the next stage of our f1 fandom because you to be honest have definitely surpassed me mm. in terms of not only your fandom but your knowledge of mm. the sport the breakdown of the drivers the tactics the cars what's coming in the future what's here now the young people coming through in F2. And that's, I guess, why we wanted to do this podcast as well, because it's a good conversation for uh, for you to update me on uh, what's mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. in Formula One and you can keep me updated on, on what's happening every week. Yeah. And as someone who just loves listening to Formula One podcasts, yes, I just love, I love listening to it. You love listening to to sports podcasts, including a, Formula One. Yeah, I'm a sports podcast. But I loved it so much. So I was like, I actually want to, I want to be a part of that too. I want to talk about it because I feel like you can only talk about it to so many people and it's people in person and it's people yeah. who are interested in it. Because if you're not interested in the sport, then why? Would, no. it's hard having a conversation with someone who doesn't. But there's only so many people I know that love it. So I'm just like, I just want to talk about it. You just want to be in like a community of other yeah really enthused people who love f1 yeah. and unlike other, i mean sometimes it is like some sports you know sometimes in the let's just say in the nba 
there's a lot of drama on the back end of things mm. and that makes it a little bit more exciting when those teams play each other. Mm. But there is such a ridiculous amount of gossip and drama in So F1. much tea. It is insane and it just makes every race that much better because you know, know. this person hates that person, that person's mad at that team principal. And, and I go back to what my dad said. It is so not just like racing around in a circle. It is like not – that is a no. minor detail actually. Yep. It's a so much more. It's like there's obviously a lot of race and like race technical thing yes. and jiggies that are involved and strategy and – you know, latest upgrades, all that, which we will talk about. Of course. But there's also the tea yes. and the drama, and that is just fuel for me. It is. It is absolutely <laughs> and, he, and, I, and I love it as well. I mean, I, I, I think we probably had the Daniel Ricardo lens when we first came in. You, know. you had the Daniel Ricardo lens. I had lens. the Daniel Ricciardo lens. I had lens. the – what lens did I have? I mean – Oh, God, it was a bit questionable. You did. You were a Max Verstappen fan. Oh no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Max. Who was your first? Do you remember? Who was your first love? Esty Bestie. Oh, call him Esty. Esty Bestie. Jake hates it. Esteban. Remember, I was like, oh my god, I love Ocon. He's so cute and so nice. Yeah. How sweet. I mean, yeah. Yeah. My taste has changed a little bit. And then Gasly slept with his girlfriend and then... Oh, did he? Yeah. What was the other way around? I no, know. I mean, I I think Pierre probably would have. Oh, well, I mean... Two friends. I think boys. we know these Pierre antics. Yeah. I think you did also love Pierre. I did love though. Pierre. That was like my second. Pierre and his... Uh, every, every year that he drives, his fringe goes further back. Oh, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, of course we can. He's a millionaire driving the fastest his car fringe, in the world. I think you mean his hairline. His hairline, sorry. <laughs> but if if he gets offended by that, I think he's got a lot better things in his life going on that mm. probably distracts him from his hairline almost to the back of his head. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> well, There's a saying in Lebanese oh. of like when after you might say after, you know, you say something like that where you kind of feel a little bit sorry for them. Yeah, which is... Do you know what it is? Yeah, haram. Haram. Pierre Gasly's headline is a bit of a haram. It is a haram. And to anyone who's Lebanese listening to this, you, yeah, you, you'll, you'll know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's, so that's, how, that's how we became obsessed. And we also went to our we, first we Grand Prix. We did go to our first Grand Prix. I don't think we should talk about it too much now, though. I think well, we yeah, we'll save, save another one. episode. We'll save that one for when we... Go to our second Grand Prix. This year, yes. We're going to go back again. Yes, we are. A bit different, but like I said, we'll talk about our first experience. What we're going to do different this time. Yeah. Because it's it's a bit of a learning experience. It is absolutely a learning experience. two people who were obsessed with F1. But had no clue. No idea. No idea. Let's just go there. Let's buy. About a Grand Prix. A a hat that costs an arm and a leg for a team that you want to go Yours did. I got the kid's size hat. Yeah. (laughs) Take that. But I think that's a good idea. Let's save that for another another podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But I guess we should kind of, let's talk about what. Should a normal podcast look yeah. for What should people expect? Yeah, I think that's a good thing. I mean, this we haven't got it absolutely. No, we'll have nailed. like we'll have conversations like we have with our friends, and we watch on YouTube or 
Twitter and TikTok and the conversations that everyone has around F1 and it's always changing, but we'll stay to some similar structure, I guess you could say, with the podcast going forward. Yeah. What do you think? I think so. So what can people expect? Um, I think people, well, what I, I know people can expect mm-hmm. uh, Jake's race review in yes. 25 words or less. My race reviews, yep. I think we have to keep that. Yeah, I think that's I'll, a good. I mean, most people would know that I struggle to speak any less than for five minutes <laughs> no. every time. So I'll try my best to keep it under twenty-five words or less. No, that's your challenge. It is. It'll be a real challenge for yeah. me this day. So Jake's race review in twenty-five words or less. I'm going to kind of give the race roundup. Yeah, looking at in depth. Yeah, the in depth of the highlights, the key moments. You know, driver and team performance, yeah. drivers, uh, team strategy, I mean, technical developments, all that, that jazz. jazz. And I might just say Max Verstappen trying to decapitate Lewis Hamilton this race. And that's my review. That might be, yeah, that's about as deep as it's going to get for Jake. Yeah. He's just going to do a whole lot of listing. Yep. Listing? Listening. Listening. Mm. I'm not great at that either, but I'll try my best. Oh, you're better at me. Better at it than me. Mm, sometimes. Mm. Um. We'll also look at the, because we can't not, and no Formula One podcast TV series is any good without the drama. So we'll also be talking about the rumours, the tea, the goss, drama surrounding the F1 paddock. Mm -hmm. Definitely. The principals, the drivers. The wags. The the wags. (laughs) There's a bit going on there these days. Who's coming up in F2 as well? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we could kind of sometimes they're better, and even the reserve drivers. Like, uh, Mm. there's some interesting storylines this year with Mm. our poor boy Mick. You know, know. he's a little sneaky reserve. The god, the god Daniel, Danny Rick. He's he's waiting in the the wings there, waiting for Checo to stumble at any time. So, tell me. I feel like we can talk about this in depth at another episode. Yeah. But reserve drivers have always kind of, in my opinion, in the very little amount of Formula One I've watched, okay, kind of been in the background and not really have much to do with a lot of the marketing. Like if you think about... Very true. If you think about, was Logan Sargent a reserve driver at any point? I'd hardly even know who he is. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure he was. Maybe he wasn't. But like, I mean, Nick DeVries was there. Every for team has a reserve driver, and actually, Nick DeVries was. Yeah, he was. He wore every shirt that I've ever seen in F one. I know, but and you know what? You kind of saw a little bit of him. You did, especially in like the broad, you know, in the team kind yeah. of areas. He's doing it for the short kings. But Daniel Ricciardo, he's everywhere. Is everywhere as well, this new Red Bull reserve driver, and that's that. All was very good to relay back to Drive Survive because. That first season and a half, no one wanted a, bar- a part of it. No. And Daniel was there. There's a very, very good argument that the rise of F1 is due to Daniel Ricciardo. I'm not going to challenge that. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that, F, that Red Bull will be... I'm saying I agree, but I'm not going to challenge it. I'm not surprised that Red Bull will be using him in his marketing, but I think there's... Some... I think he's the best for their marketing. I the think there's best some marketing decisions. Foreshadowing as well coming. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, it's just like, it's just so interesting that, you know, you don't really hear much about the reserve drivers, drivers on, you... unless you look for the information. But, but Daniel Ricciardo pretty... is there and he's painted everywhere. and He's a pretty loud reserve driver. Yeah. It'll be interesting how that plays out this year. Anyway, so that was about, um, yeah, so we'll talk about reserve drivers maybe a little bit. Um, 
we will explore some race predictions. Yeah, of course. I'm always happy More to about like the podiums, but outrageous calls. Yeah, we'll try some outrageous calls for sure. Just ones that, you know, we're just going out on a whim here. Yeah, I'll try my best for Oscar this year. I'll try and I'll will him to some will type him of, some, <laughs> some type, success. Some type of podium, hopefully. <laughs> it's not looking good early stages. If anyone's seen anything early with uh, McLaren, they're going to look a little bit a little bit shaky this year, I think. But we'll do our best for Piastri. Yeah. Um, we'll look at team radios, the best team radios, but there's also something that we're going to explore that has a bit to do with what people are saying. Yeah. Things said on team radio or at race weekend, on actually, race weekend. on at the race weekend or on the race weekend that can also be said in the bedroom. Oh, I think that's pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty apt for a couple podcasts. Yeah. So we'll try and keep We'll try. Up. Yeah. Well, maybe we should keep See it. See how it goes. We should even have a little bit of a, I mean, this comes into people who love F1, who are a little bit competitive. Maybe we can put out a poll each week of who has the funniest. Oh, I like that. Who has the funniest one. I mean, we both have pretty big egos and who we think's funny. So maybe that's something we can do going forward as that's well. That's such a good idea. Yeah, I think that's I what love we should it. do. Um, and yes, yeah, so that's what we're going to kind of talk about. We are, and we have said already that we are from South Australia. Yes. The home, well, Adelaide to be a bit more. To be specific. Sp- specific. Um, the home, the original home to, of. We call it the original home. We call it the original home because it wasn't it always here. I think it was somewhere else before. Okay, whatever. We it, Adelaide hosted the Australian Grand Prix for a many years, yeah. many, many years. Um, so we might even. Continue to advocate. Continue to advocate for it. I mean, if anything, anything good comes from this podcast, besides spending a lot of time with my lovely partner talking about F1, it is that we are single-handedly, as the two people doing a small podcast called Couple on the Grid, we can lobby to bring back the Australian Grand Prix to beautiful Adelaide, South Australia. We can try. We'll try our best. <laughs> That's my mission. We we have we have until twenty oh, I didn't say that. Twenty twenty yeah. something or something rather. We have a while. I should say, know that. Let's say by twenty thirty. Yeah. The Australian Grand Prix. Yeah. Is back in Adelaide. And um, I will obviously well we both will. We'll pitch every week why you should come back to why everyone should come back to South Australia. I've just checked. We have until 2035. Okay. <laughs> 20. Oh, we're going to be geriatrics by then. Yeah, look. That's, that's right. We'll so still far be. Away. We'll still be in love with F1, though. We will. And we so, will still go to Melbourne. We, yeah, we will. We will we're not boy. Let's, to be clear, we're not boycotting no. Albert Park. We'd love to go to other places as well around the world. Yeah. Watching, some watching yeah. Grand Prix. But let. Okay, new goal. 2036. <laughs> The South Australian government, get behind us because we're going to bring the Australian Grand Prix back out Yeah. There. Good old Peter might actually um, bring it back. Yeah. We, can might, only well, hope. we might get around us. We might can only hope. us there. Anyways. All right. Now what's next? So coming up and then in our next couple of episodes, we'll dig a little deeper into our newest Formula One drivers. Yes. Our 
debut. Well, actually, some of them they don't have a debut, but yeah. but there's some fresh it's faces. It's not their debut, but there are some fresh faces. Yeah. Um. So we'll dig deep into their some of the new histories, guys. how they how they came to Formula One. Yeah. Talk about um, a little bit about. Testing. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about testing. The Drive to Survive season comes out yes. very soon, Feb 24, I Maybe think it is. Maybe we can do a little bit of an episode recap. On I that. think we can have yeah. a bit of a chin wag. Yeah. Talk about that. And then before we know it, it'll be the first Season's race back. of the season at, I want to say... Bahrain. Bahrain? <laughs> nah, maybe it's Abu Dhabi. No, it's Bahrain. No. Come on, you're the expert. I am the expert. Race one. Fuck, it is Bahrain. I need to trust my well gut. Trust your gut, come forward. Because I did know that. You did. I'm not a know-it-all, mm. but I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, say. that's a bit of a disclaimer. I'm not a know-it-all. Okay. Um, but I did know that. So there you go. Um, well, that's us. Yeah. Thank you for joining us at Couple on the Grid. Yeah, episode one. Episode one. Done. That's it. Um, if you'd like to give us a follow, our username on all, basically all socials, all those big ones, yep. is couple on the grid. Yep. All one word, no one dots, word. no underscores. Nice and simple. Nice and simple. Simple? Simple. 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 Um, couple on the grid on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Every social media we've had. Yeah, most of them. Almost, anyway. And on Spotify, a couple on the grid. Yep. So stay tuned, obviously, very soon. But obviously, the podcast will be going up on the Spotify. We'll do our best to get it everywhere else as well. Mm. And there's going to be technically episode one. This is kind of episode zero, you know, the intro podcast. Episode one is going to be coming very soon. So stay tuned to all the socials. And the next episode's coming very soon. So thank you very much from us on Couple on the Grid. My name's Jake. And I'm Steph. And we'll see you next time.